0: So today, with the testimony of God's faithfulness and the long-term return of our works, but it needs partnership between God and us. So, if you would look at Nehemiah chapter nine, in that is a uh, is God's is an outline of God's faithfulness throughout that chapter. It talks about how they were taken out, how there was the the. Uh, pillar by day and the fire by night how god wrote it on the tablets of stone how they were rescued from pharaoh and all of these things there's like a confidence and the people have confessed their sin and they're coming back to the lord and nehemiah um, was brave enough to step up to the plate and what i find interesting is his confidence was not in the circumstance because the circumstance didn't look great but his confidence was in God's ability to keep His promises, what God said. So <clears throat> I thought, okay, so if confidence is birthed in what God has said, then there's a partnership that's needed because if God says, then there's the opposite effect where we do, right? If God said it, I'm gonna go do it, like, like John was describing. You know, he wouldn't have that testimony 10 years later had he not stepped out in confidence And trust me, we look silly at times, walking around in our bright red—probably most times—in our bright red shirts, walking through the neighborhood uh, with this graffitied shirt saying "Kids Club," going, "Hey, what, guys?" And then just being mauled by kids everywhere, and all the adults are looking at us like, "What's wrong with you?" But our confidence wasn't in the way we looked—it was that's for sure—and it wasn't in the way uh, that we even operated, because we were like not normal. You know, Uh, we went against the the grain and and it was great to have others like John to follow and go, bro, if you're willing to do that, then I'm I'm down with it, too. But boy, we are weird every week. But God, our confidence was in God. What God said there was a need. I always remember John saying, man, there's a need here. So we go fill it. Now, most people say, let's take time to pray about it and wait Wait for the writing on the wall, thunder in the sky, lightning, and boom, now I'm ready. It's like, well, no, where has God planted you? Look around you. What's your neighbor look like? And that's what I'm so encouraged with. You know, I'm reminded of that. And and then there's a, a reflection on that, what we do as a team here, as a tribe, in our city. Just consider the things that we are doing, the steps. We are going where God is leading. So where there's a fire, we're stepping. When there's a cloud, we're still stepping, but we have to step. And you've seen together God's faithfulness. But it takes a consistency in what? Confidence in Him. That's one. That's a renewal of the mind. You see, because when we change that, it it just doesn't work. That's what keeps our motor going. You know, we can end up settling and then we lose partnership with the Lord. Because what we're doing then is saying, well, the kingdom has stopped. No, the kingdom is always moving. So I want to read this. In uh, uh, Nehemiah 9, verse 15, just a one section. I encourage you guys, read the whole of the chapter. There's some warnings towards the end of it about people hardening their hearts. They're like knuckleheads, basically. That's what they call them. They're stiff-necked. You know, when you, you ain't moving me, you know, you, you don't want to be like that. You want to be gentle. You want to be soft. But this is what it says in Nehemiah 9, verse 15. It says, You gave them bread from heaven when they were hungry. Right, that bread came down, and it was, you know, like the manna from heaven, but it was some form of uh, flakes or seeds, and then they had to do something with it to turn it into food. Right, they had to then act, but God started and gave them, and then water from the rock when they were thirsty. So when there was rock, did God go and go? Here's the water from the rock, and then God appears, and then baby feeds Leanne. (laughs) No, they had to get the cup themselves, their buckets, and move it to their family to, to let their children drink. All right, You commanded them to go and take possession of the land that you had sworn to give them. Did the land just miraculously appear? No. The, the partnership happens when you go. The confidence is in God saying it's done. The, 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 the circumstance says, well, it's not here yet you see the difference there's like a step process when God says circumstance doesn't truly matter at that point anymore you go because our confidence is in God's ability to fulfill his promises so I was thinking just real short this morning in our personal life and in our corporate life when God has given you bread when he's given you what you need to survive you know the bread of life it is bread there's still an action point. A lot of Christians stop there. I got my bread. Then what? Well, I'm just going to study this. Rosie showed me this thing with Francis Chan, you know, where, where somebody was giving him something. He was talking about his kid uh, <laughs> obeying, basically, right? And, you know, when he says to his daughter, go clean your room, uh, she doesn't come back to him an hour later and go, I memorized what you said, Father. He said, go clean your room but in I this voice, right? Exactly. And, but what does that mean? Isn't that what we do as Christians? A lot of times. Well, your word says this. I'm a theological student. I'm a pastor, L. Check me out. I know the word. I can tell it to you in five different languages. And I can give you the historical background of this word. But I'm still sitting on my behind. God gave me bread. But are you crushing it? Are you preparing it? Are you feeding it to the family that God has given you? There's an action point. You know, God gives because he knows there's a need, but more than that, he gives because he's advancing his kingdom. He wants to shine through us. So are we in danger sometimes of being that very same hypocritical person? I've been given my stuff now. I've already got here. I've arrived. I'm already doing my good stuff. I'm already doing my boo-hee. I'm bringing life, and do we settle? No, and he says, I'm going to give you water from the rock. There's a breaking of a rock wide open. But are you then gathering that water? Then are you then praying and seeking the Lord like Nehemiah did? And he said he sought the Lord and then he got favor with the king. He brought the need. He then took it with him. Are we doing that in our personal lives? For example, if you're praying for a loved one, close member of the family, for example, they're the hardest at times only because they hurt the most. So, in that instant, do you just accept the fact that you have living waters flowing through you? Or are you finding ways to get a cup, to fill your cup with that water, and serve that loved one, so that they too can get the refreshment and the touch from God? See, there's a, there's a partnership when we believe that God said, I will bring resolution to this. I will, I will bring this back, the hearts, to the father, and to the mothers, to the brothers and sisters. But it takes our action. You look at the Israelites, they didn't get anything without moving. If they stayed still, patai dead, right? The enemy was still chasing, but God gave them ways to move. But they had to move under the pillar or they had to move under the fire. There is was, there was an action point. And when you go to take the land, you know, it's like, man, let's not get settled today. And I'm extra encouraged because, you know, there's, more visitors and there's many years of believing and you know when you see that let that fire your faith but don't be at risk of being fired in your faith and then not partnering with the lord we can end up sitting and going well you said this god and that's what francis Chan was basically saying one day we'll we'll get to our heavenly father and we can recite to him the beatitudes this is what you said on the Sermon of the Mount. And then God will go, okay, that's, I know that's what I said. So what did you do in return, in partnership? If that's what I said, son, then you should be confident that I'm going to fulfill what I said in and through you. Christ in you, the hope of glory. So how did you do that? And so we can start well. You often see that. Uh, And it starts in our hearts. We can start well in our hearts, and then we get hurt, impatient. Uh, We don't see the results right away, so then we give up. And and that's why he says, run the race. Run the race. you got to run. you got to break through those walls. And our confidence is that we've already won the battle. Our confidence is that God has already said, go and take the land. I've given it to you, so go and possess it. So what promises has God given you today? Or, in the past, that maybe you've ended up saying, I'll just recite that. You said, I would get this. So what are you doing about it? What are you doing about it? It doesn't get fulfilled without the partnership. That's how God likes to work, because He wants to be glorified. He wants to show off in and through us. You look at Job, he's like, there's my boy, check him out. But man, did he go through horrific times? Yes but he had to work out and his confidence was in god not in circumstance that's for sure so for me i'm like well i don't want to go through that kind of hardship i may, maybe i should act on the promises he's already said that are not as bad as that and then i'll move on that because man i don't want to have to learn a, a different type of lesson and each one of has a, us has a different journey but Your confidence is in God's ability to fulfill what He says. Therefore, are we partnering as such in that mindset? You know, and I know many of you guys have spoken about your desires in your heart for resolution at home, family, loved ones, people getting saved. I've mentioned the same thing, you know, even my own child, you know, you've been in this journey with us. So it's a challenge for us, you know, our children, our family, our whatever it is. Whatever it is that you're believing for, are you truly believing with your feet? Does that make sense? Are you believing with your feet? Are you moving on that belief? Or are you just reciting that belief? There's a big difference. I don't want to just recite that belief. And that's why it's called faithfulness, full of faith. Believe with your feet. Let your feet believe by moving. That's, that's the evidence. You know, when people talk, what do you say? Well, let me see the evidence, bro. Where's the fruit at? That's what, I, that's what it means. Well, what have you done to back up your big mouth? We're in danger of being that in our faith. Well, you know, I can tell you how it looks in the kingdom. Okay, well then show me how it looks. Where are you going? How are you doing these things? Where's the evidence? The people closest to you, what's your reputation? Are you a mover or a talker? You're you're saying, God, I'm going to take you at your word. And regardless of how I look, this is is kingdom. This is light. This is evidence. You know, so be encouraged and also be challenged. You know, Uh, think on those things this morning. So when we worship, maybe just take a moment to consider whatever promises God has said. If you're not sure what God has said, then seek Him for that. And look at where he's placed you. Like John, I said, he doesn't really wait for big words to come. He just goes, I'm here. What's going on around here? What does the kingdom basically look like? That guy needs the kingdom. Let me go say what's up. Isn't that moving with your feet? Be encouraged to do the same. Let's call today Be Like John. (laughs) Right? Be (laughs) Be like John. You know, like move with your feet, move with your heart, heart led feet, heart led feet. You know, um, but ask the Lord. Seek Him first. Our confidence must be from Him first. Obviously, don't move without wisdom. Don't move without God's saying. Don't move without His fire and His pillar. All of those things, you know. But move with the Lord. That's called partnership. And God, He goes, man, that's, that's my boy, that's my girl. Oh, we can do some stuff right now. Oh, you're sticking your neck out? You're not stiff-necked. You're sticking it out. Yeah. I like this. Henry, you're sticking your neck out in the middle of the neighborhood. You're standing up for righteousness when all of your friends are, are doing all kinds of nasties. Oh, I'm with you now. Now we can fulfill. Now you can take the land. That's called possession with your feet. You know? So anyway, let's pray. Father, I just thank you, Lord, that today is a new day, Lord God, where you're fulfilling what you have said, Lord God, that your word, Lord God, continues to go out. And I just ask today, Father, for every person here, hearing your word, Lord God, that, that we would have, Father, an encounter with you that would propel us to move with our feet in faith. That would propel us, Lord God, to partner with you. That would propel us, Lord God, to place our confidence in your ability to fulfill what you have said you would do, Lord God. Today, Father, we just dedicate it to you. Lord God, in everything that we do, Father, let it be faith-filled, Lord God, full of faith and faithfulness, Lord God, in Jesus' mighty name.